Hello, everybody. Welcome to Optional Opinion. I'm your host, Eddie V. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have an amazing special guest with me. Joining me from Arsenal X. He is one of the co-hosts with me and Corey Derrick. Everybody, please welcome his debut on Optional Opinion, Mr. Jesse Douglas. Hi, Hello sir. There. Yay! Hey. You are here. You finally have yes. made it. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jesse, before we uh, continue forth on what the topic is, can you give us some gaming history about yourself? Let the audience know who who you are. Well, uh, yeah, I I uh, got got into gaming kind of when I was pretty young. My my. Uh, my grandfather, uh, at the t- my grandfather had gotten me a whole bunch of some of the older systems. I had like the uh, Atari, the ColecoVision, and uh, kind of started playing those and would play in the arcade and stuff. And and then just kind of always ever since I've been uh, been into gaming and and uh, art, science. All those kinds of things, and I, I love movies. I love, uh, you know, horror movies are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I just all all forms of entertainment. Uh, I just you know love exploring with things and and you know looking for new things and and uh, that brought me ultimately here and uh, into the podcasting world. So yes. <laughs> And now, as I say, he is one of the hosts of Arsenal X, uh, NGR Radio's Xbox podcast. And as usual, I think they say they threw up the X. Um, you know, so I'm just going to throw it up because they always do it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yeah, uh, today's topic, um, this is really being released today, September 29th, September, October 29th. Because there's a particular movie that is out that I do recommend that you guys go out and see. Everybody, we are discussing Spirited Away. Spirited Away. Yes. (laughs) Um, This is a Studio Ghibli film. And uh, it's one of my favorite (laughs) films. Um, It came out of 2001 in Japan. Um, what Disney brought it out actually here in America. Um, and, uh, the budget for this was, uh, 1.9 billion yen. Uh, that's fit between 15 to 19 million yen. Uh, in the box, box office, it made 30.4 billion yen, which rounds out to 289.1 million. Then that's what it was when it came out, um, uh, uh, during that time, um, in 2001 in, uh, Japan, I think it came in America, I think like that following year, uh, for, it. uh, definitely for me, I, which I still love this movie. Um, can you tell me, Jesse, where were you at when it first came out? Uh, let's see. Well, I'm trying to think. I I didn't actually I think Spirited Away is actually one of the first of their of uh Studio uh Ghibli's movies that I've seen. And I uh 
I want to say that my my sister, I think it was my sister, had had uh, kind of stumbled across, you know, the Spirited Away, and she had watched it, and then you know said, "Hey, you you got to see this movie," you know, because I wasn't I wasn't too familiar with 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 it because I just kind of been pretty picky about anime, uh-huh. you know, an, animation films, you know, other than obviously like the regular Disney movies and stuff like that. But she had, you know, introduced me to it. And, and so then I'm like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll give it a try. If she, if she liked it, then it, you know, it probably would be pretty good, you know? And, and so then I, I watched it and I was just blown away at, at how awesome it was. And, and it actually kind of uh, changed, you know, my outlook a little bit on on animation films, you know, like Japanese, you know, anime type films and and shows and things like that. And and so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's just such a great movie that I'm like, this kind of stuff exists. And then just started and digging deeper, like basically, just- and watching some of the other movies, like. You know, like my neighbor is, or my neighbor Totoro, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, sorry about that, everybody, for the audio uh, uh, error. Something happened. Uh, but uh, me, when I seen this movie, I actually left my friend's house in the middle of Law Order because <laughs> I had to go to Gurney, Illinois, to go see this movie. It was like twenty minutes. Uh, from his house, and I was just like, "I'm sorry, I got plans." Uh, we were supposed to watch wrestling, but uh, that didn't happen. So I literally went to the movie theater and watched Spirited Away. It was only shown on that day at like at eight o'clock at night. That and that was the first time an anime had came to uh that theater in that city. I was just like, uh, yeah, I definitely gotta watch this. Um, I had, uh, been an earlier studio Ghibli fan, um, by buying, uh, Princess Mononoke. That was my first one. And then My Neighbor Totoro. So when, uh, In America magazine was out, um, they showed Spirits Away, Spirited Away. And I read that thing up and down i was just like oh, i gotta watch this movie i gotta go see this movie and then when i found out it came out that's when i went to go see it so um uh so g kids uh entertainment um they are presenting the studio ghibli fest um so uh this being released on october 29th um they are doing a seven o'clock showing for today the 30th and November 1st. So you would get it to see this movie three days. Um, but just to let you know that October 29th and November 1st, they both are the dub versions and October 30th is the subtitle version. So it would be in this regular Japanese cast, um, with subtitles. Um, uh, when I first seen this movie, I seen it dubbed. Um, and I just enjoyed watching this movie. Just love it. Um, but we're going to get into it. And I work, what I'm going to try to do to make sure that I'm not going to try to spoil the ending of this movie. Um, but I kind of want to give like the premise of it. 
um, our main character, uh, Chihiro Ogini, uh, she's a 10 year old and, you know, she's with her parents and they're traveling to their new home. Um, the dad ends up making a uh, wrong turn and they end up into this forest and Shihiro is still, she kind of got a bratty attitude for it. Um, they come to the stop and see this, uh, this tunnel and <laughs> they walk through this tunnel and they realize that they're on a whole different land and where they walking around, they're seeing all these buildings and, uh, stuff is kind of set and they see a, a kind of little outside restaurant. And what they realize the parents and Chihiro, um, they smell some good food and they're like, what the world is this? And so the mom and dad start eating the food and Shahira doesn't want none of it you know she's just like uh, I think we should go this doesn't feel right and from there she starts to realize that as the parents are eating things are happening around in the area and Shahira is not feeling safe and she ends up turning around later on a little bit in the movie that the parents have turned into pigs and it's just like, what in the world is going on? Where, well, uh, some other things happen, but uh, we'll probably discuss different parts of the movie because don't want to give away for the full plot. Uh, but what did you think about Chihiro, first of all, Jesse? Yeah, it, it's it's kind of funny. She she almost seems to be like the that type of kid that that grew up a little a little bit faster you yes. know than maybe a little bit faster than maybe she she wanted to and she you know almost seems to be the more uh rational one you know you know her parents are you know kind of like oh let's just you know eat this food and we'll pay for it later or you know or whatever and she's just like oh, i don't think this is a good idea and yeah and it, it her character is definitely definitely unique for for a like a kids kids movie like she just seems a little bit more grown up you know than you're used to for a you know for a younger character like that in a lot of movies and and it's uh, you know it, it's a kind of in a way a nice a nice way to have this like strong female character almost you know it's like a strong female character kind of thing so which is the weirdest thing because in a lot of studio ghibli films their main characters are always female yeah you know yeah it it, it, it i i think they they do have some movies with male characters at least as leads but a lot of their movies are still female character based yeah um, so um uh chihiro runs into haku uh who is a boy that helps uh Chihiro to calm down after she realized that there are spirits coming to this land. And in Japanese folklore, these spirits, you know, they do different things and stuff. Where the spirits are taking a vacation, let's just say, 
by going to a bathhouse. I'm like, what is this craziness? And Shihiro, she, you know, she's trying to calm down and stuff. And Haku is, you know, is really trying to help her. And there's one touching scene, uh, and you might know where I'm going with this one. Uh, and it has kind of meaning to it uh like you you kind of realize why Chihiro is doing this um she uh she's eating I should say <laughs> and when she eats she's crying and this music comes in and that is kind of one of the emotional scenes um do you know what part I'm talking about uh Jesse right. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Like, like later on. Like, are you talking later on? Yeah, she's like in the. She's, uh, I think before you know she grasps a hold of it was everything coming down. Uh, she's eating and she's doing all that crying. Like she's just sobbing a lot and she's crying. And the music comes in and she's just still crying while still eating because of what happened to her appearance and stuff like that. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, with her being fearful. How did that make you feel? Like, there's different emotional beats in this movie. Uh, but I think that one really stands out and the music plays out, complements the emotional scene so well with that. How did you feel about that? Like, or like, did you watch this? Did you watch this with your daughter, right? Or did your son? Um, yeah, both both of my kids. Uh, I mean, I've watched it with them over, you know, over the uh, the last couple of years. But but I I've actually seen it like more by myself mm-hmm. than because uh, you know they're they're kind of too young yet to really understand you know, the deeper meanings of the movie. And there, there really is a lot of deep meaning, mm-hmm. I think, to a lot of the stuff that happens. Like, that even when I watched it the first time, I don't even think I even picked up on. But, but yeah, I, I, it's, yeah, they definitely do a good job of, with the music and, and kind of helping you you know you feel that emotion of what's going on and stuff and and i think that's why that's why it is such a great movie is there's just so many so many things to it that that help you kind of along the storyline so what well, what did you feel about that particular scene like did you feel for Shihiro be like if that was my daughter i i kind of would feel you know, kind of heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, she's, she doesn't, you know, she does like, like I said, she's not, doesn't really seem that very old and to, to be put in that situation where, you know, she's not sure with her parents, like what's going to happen from that, that point on for all she knows, she might never see them again. And she might have to be an adult at such a young age completely now and not have anyone that takes care of her or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, you, you, I definitely, you feel that, like, that's, you know, that sadness and fear of, you know, of what's, you know, what's going to come and, and, 
not knowing, you know, not knowing what's in store for you. So did you think that, and cause we haven't had, I haven't been around kids, young kids who see this and, but do you think kids would like be able to understand where Shahiro would have been coming from at that point? Uh, being lost and being afraid, uh, if something like that ever happened to him. Cause, you know, kids run around in stores and when they get lost, that fear of them being not with that parent or that guardian, they get scared. Yeah. Well, I, I think, I think that they, I think it depends on the kid, but, but yeah, I could definitely see where, where a kid would, would understand that part of it. I mean, the thing with the, with the movie is they do kind of go a little deeper on certain things that mm. may, and go, go about it in ways that maybe kids might, might not quite pick up on or understand. But I, I think I think if they you know they're old enough, but yet still young younger that they would be able to understand you know like you know how heartbreaking that would be or or you know understand that fear and you know of them being alone and I think I think they definitely could pick up on I my kids uh, as far as like going with them they I think my son might. Now I haven't watched it with him in a while, but mm. I think he he might pick up on some of the stuff, you know, and understand what's going on a little bit more because he's he's a little bit older than my daughter. But but I for the most part though, it's, sometimes it's just hard to get them to sit and watch a movie. <laughs> period. So <laughs> well, um, later on in the movie, they meet Yababa. And your Baba is the bad witch, if you want to call it that, over the bathhouse. Um, but you know, she's the one that's, uh, kind of running the place and, uh, just different people is going around, uh, uh, you know, moving it, trying to help the spirits relax and calm down and stuff. So your Baba takes, uh, Chihiro's name and gives her a new name. Uh, and, uh, later on that all of that has a purpose. Like I said, not trying to ruin it or anything. Uh, but that has a purpose later on in the movie. Uh, especially with Haku. Just keep that in mind. Uh, because I really want people to go out and see this movie. Um, one of the things that I love is some of the side characters. That was in this movie. Uh, uh, Kamaji, he's the border wizard. He has like about eight or ten arms that's multitasking yeah. and stuff. But, yeah, he's, he's one of my favorite actually. Really? I, he's, yeah, he's one of my favorite characters in the movie. He's kind of underrated, I feel like. I, I almost would have liked to see him in the movie, like, uh, be a little bit bigger part of it. Mm-hmm. But, but I, like I think I like him because he like he's that that like grand grandparent like almost figure where where he like he doesn't really know her but but right away he's quick to stick up for her and make sure that she's you know okay and kind of give her 
give her the things that she needs and mm-hmm. you know like he right away like jumps to action to to help take care of her and and i i just think he's an awesome character and like is just uh you know how he kind of enters into the whole story is is really unique and i just i really enjoyed his character so yeah he's actually one of my favorite even though he's not in the movie a lot but i just like just like his like his part in the in the movie is very important in my opinion yeah so. I, I like how he tells chihiro uh stop doing the desk work what you trying to do trying to take their yeah. jobs <laughs> yeah yeah, he's yeah. I like that that whole attitude of where he's trying to be the tough love, where he like trying to be hard on her, but at the same time, you know that he's just got a soft heart and he, you know, he cares about her. And even though he's just met her and stuff, he's you know it's so quick to try to take care of her and and stuff like that. But yes, yeah. Uh, there's another character that is ported into this movie. Um, his uh, uh, it's no face. Um, yeah, he plays a pivotal role in this movie. It's because f- for some reason only she could see him. Chihiro only could see no face, but she doesn't understand the purpose of what's going on and why things like that are happening. Um, and there is a important part. Uh. That it's just, it's so amazing when it happens. And it kind of makes me happy on the result, uh, before, uh, No Face, before something happens to No Face. Um, uh, cause I thought it was so well done animated when, uh, the spirits and the ghosts are rooting Chihiro on. So, yeah. uh, uh, me and Jesse know what it is, but there's something, there's some kind of happiness, uh, seeing the ghost dance in this yeah. movie. Uh, <laughs> and I just thought it was, I, I, I think what Spirits Away does so well is that it, it could go from heartwarming and very emotional to comedy to action yeah. to good comedy like they mix everything up just so good that I sometimes feel like that Disney doesn't do right yeah. you know or Disney doesn't know how to balance right for like yeah. pick some of the Pixar stuff but Spirits Away does it just right at enough beats um, the animation is phenomenal the colors the set yeah. designs the environments like if you don't understand Japanese culture, Spirit of the Way is hard to understand. Yeah. You know, and understanding bathhouse bath culture, uh, in Japan, it makes sense to those kids because, you know, probably their parents take them to bathhouse. Uh, yeah. Here in America, we don't have that kind of culture. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that- Go ahead. Uh, um, I was going to say like kind of going with the, you know, with the culture and, and all of that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, like with, we, we like to play games on Nintendo and stuff. And mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of that stuff is all based in, in Japanese, you know, culture and stuff like that. And I actually, uh, 
like you know i've always liked gaming but once i started watching uh watching like movies like spirited away and and my neighbor totoro and stuff like that um then you start to pick up on things in some of those nintendo games a little bit more like like in the beginning of of uh spirited away uh they're you know driving in the car and then she, at one point she looks out the window and she sees this uh the stone like in the tall grass with uh with a face on it yeah and it kind of it kind of reminds me almost of the stones that you used to hit in uh in the ocarina of time in zelda yeah like you'd you'd hit them and then it would say like the time or whatever and like say information yeah and just like like the like stone like figure things that are like just kind of placed you know all around like different kinds of things like that you you start to pick up on a lot of those things in these movies and and then i notice things like that in other movies and you know, like they they love their uh, their art and stuff like that. So that is one of the things that, for whatever reason, Spirited Away always kind of reminds me of Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, there's a scene when uh, Chihiro is meeting Yubaba for the first time, and she's kind of scared. And Yubaba just still doing work. She lifts up her fingers and said, "Come here, child!" <laughs> like magically, and uh, yeah. uh, was going to do all of these doors and stuff. And um, Yubaba has a baby with her. Um, it's a bow, um, and you know she's so sweet and caring and loves the child. And you look at this baby, and you just like. This is a zombie ate my neighbor's baby, <laughs> like the grown up one from the football field and stuff. Uh, it, it is so weird and stuff. Uh, but like she really loves, and even he plays, the baby plays a part in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. because there's three rolling heads that's also in the thing looking at Chiharo. Uh, and it's it, it just everything connects in this movie. And I think what makes it different from watching My Neighbor Totoro or Princess Mononoke or even Castle in the Sky is that Spirits Away doesn't have a serious tone to it. There are mm-hmm. there are beats in it that are, that feel serious, but it's I think it's a movie about Chihiro's journey about facing fears and gaining strength to uh to get through things to to stop being ready to realize that hey you can't always not not say that you have to run away from things but you literally just have to stand up to stuff and like take action yeah and yeah oh go ahead yeah, I was gonna say that the, yeah, that I think that's the thing is there's also I also feel these tones of uh, of like doing doing the right thing, you know, like yes. like we kind of talked in the beginning there, you know, it starts off right away. She's all about you know doing the right thing, and the right thing isn't to you know eat the food without paying for it or without you know making sure it's okay and. And it's just that kind of that same thing keeps on 
flowing through it in different ways and and you know you eventually can kind of pick up on the different the different topics almost that they're that they're getting at that maybe i think are even uh very important today with like i don't know if you if you got this from it but at at some point you know like when they're at the bathhouse and they're they're dealing with the spirits there's there's one that comes in that uh that they're they think is one spirit but it ends up being a different one uh and stuff like that yes that's uh is that the one where he stinks yep okay yeah, yeah. that's the da- that's the dancing one that I was talking about yeah okay so yeah uh cuz uh Yubaba feels a presence and she is like wait something's not right so when that uh when that uh spirit is coming in and it got all this nasty smell it's a test to well not much much a test it kind of gets shoved to uh Chihiro to handle it like give it yeah. to the human girl you know yeah. and they want to see how Chihiro is going to handle it and stuff and mm-hmm. you know she doesn't understand how the water with the soap works and you know she's just making all kinds of mistakes and uh it doesn't it it takes a certain a simple thing for it to actually happen for her to get recognized and kind of get the respect uh but you kind of realize that you know she uh she got she got the courage and she handled it well yeah you know and i like one of the things i take away from it though that i and this is where i it might just be something i'm reading into that maybe you know, and kind of like you, you know, in music, you've got you've got lyrics in a in a song, mm-hmm. and some lyrics can mean something to someone else yeah. than what they mean to you. But and maybe that's just kind of what this is. But like you know, like when she when she finally does, you know, she figures out something's wrong with the spirit that. You know, and then they finally, that's when they figure out that it's not what they originally thought. And when she, she does that, you know, like she just keeps on pushing forward, even though she's making mistakes, she wants to, uh, make sure that it's done right and, and that the problem is taken care of. And then you find out that it's something else. And, but that process of, finding out that it's a different spirit than what they originally thought. Like to me, I took away from it that it was kind of like a, like a a look at, at like the way things are here. Like, like that, you know, that we need to stop uh, polluting and stuff like that. Yeah. Like that's what I took away from that. And and I don't know if you thought of, of that, of that being, what they're kind of trying to to uh, point at, almost of like the the importance of of not polluting. Well, the, well yeah, because you don't un- you don't understand how 
the, how what happened like actually happened. But when you see the grog, when you see all the parts that's in that, you get the feeling of that this spirit was went through some stuff to keep stuff clean and it had to do it had to wish off that ickiness and in order to you know in order to show that this is what happened when you do pollute i like i I understand i i know where you're coming from because they never explain how I, I think, and this might be me, they never explain how that spirit got that way. They think yeah. that it fought something, but it's not guaranteed. I'm just like, what did it fight for that to get that disgusting kind of yeah. look? Because you see it where everybody is just like, ugh, and they're holding their nose. Yeah. And when it comes to pollution, you hold your nose. Yeah. And and the only way to make it better is for humans to to take care of it. And yes. that's that's kind of what what I felt like the hidden almost hidden meaning to to everything that happens in that scene is kind of like a pain, you know, pointing to. And yeah. I, and again, some people may not see it as that you know but but i don't know i just i just feel like there's more deeper meanings to a lot of the things that that happen in this movie that that maybe you don't pick up on because it's definitely one of those movies you want to watch more than once exactly because you there's always so much there's just so much stuff going on so many you know like they like we talked earlier about the characters they do a good job of making even the characters that aren't in the movie a lot, you know, like really stick out and make them the little bit of time that they're in the movie still have an important role. Yes. Like I, I, I love the, uh, the radish, the radish spirit. I don't know if you remember that one. Like when she's when she's getting onto the elevator, the first getting onto the elevator yes. to go meet. There's that he's that big that big white looking yeah. thing and and I, like every time I see him I laugh when she's standing next to him all scared and she looks I, at him. I love the shot that she's standing next to him and it's like you can see the viewpoint uh from Chihiro yep. on his side and you just yep. see the eye roll Look down, down, down to her. At her. And, and then, then roll, back. roll back. That was so good. <laughs> love yeah, it. I love that part. I yeah, that's like it's one of my favorite parts. That and when she uh when she goes up the elevator and then they stop at a at at a level that she's not getting off on. Uh huh. I think. And he kind of just lo- looks out. Looks like back and forth, comes back in, and then pulls the lever, and then they go up again. Yes. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is about that that scene with that radish spirit, but it just makes me laugh every time. He's helping her get to you, Baba, and yeah. know and knows that hey, I hey, you gotta go through this first, but we might not know each other, but I want what's the best for you. So I'm yeah. going to help you out in this manner. And yeah. I think she, when she walks out, I think 
he she bows to him and that's another kind of grandpa moment right there yeah if you look at it and then the door closes and he goes back to doing what he needs to do yeah and it's 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 kind of weird because you never you never expect that but it's just like what some people might ask well what was the purpose of that i'm like you got to like you said you might have to watch it multiple times to get the understanding but i'm just like this radish spirit is helping chihiro you know get on her feet because every what people don't know is that she's a human in this world and she's not supposed to be here so yeah. that's what's going on, and they they don't like humans. Uh, so but this that radish spirit, I just think that was it. It, it it's it builds, you know. Yeah. But that eye part was just like fantastic <laughs> so much. So, yeah. uh, but uh, us mentioning the the little section with the pollution, and that is one just. One of the most major standout points for this movie. It's kind of almost midway for the movie. Um, yeah. And, and it's, it stands out because you start to understand that, you know, no matter what your hero must do, what she has to do. She, you know, she, she's getting that strength and she's getting that confidence to show that, Hey, I got what it takes. So, don't doubt me just yet. Just work with me. I she and she says, I wanna work. I wanna learn. I want to do what I have to do to survive. So Yeah. Yeah, and there's and there's like even without like spoiling anything, but there um there's kinda like a a lot of hard choices that she's given mm-hmm. too, you know, that come along with with deciding that she wants to work because like she is, uh, you know, she is told that she's going to basically have going to have a different name. Yes. And, and, uh, like later on you, you learn, learn just how, how, you know, how much, how effective that, that will be to her, that there's a, you know, that there's a possibility of her never remembering her name. Right. So you Baba gives her the name Sin, uh for uh duration of uh of everything throughout this whole movie. So she finds out. And um she cares for Haku uh because there's one session that Yaku is fighting these little airplane uh kind of like single paper like paper mache almost and he's getting cut and there's a point where he falls to the bottom where grandpa's at um to um kamaji uh who is the bona wizard you know falls into that area with uh with haku and just see how bloody and like cut up he is and stuff and you wouldn't see that in like a Disney movie, like, uh, like, or any animated movie for that sense. That's why the culture between America and Japan is different when it comes to movies that's supposed to be for kids. Like they don't have 
bloody, violent looking parts because uh, they fear that it might scare American kids and stuff. So yeah. that's why like that, a scene like that probably would have been edited out. But, you know, it's something that uh, Chihiro had to face. I'd say that, yeah, I'd say the closest thing that we would have to that in Disney movies is probably, like, maybe the the fight between, like, Scar and Simba or, or you know, like the, um, like, maybe when, when Scar throws, uh, throws, um, Simba's, you know, father down, down, you know, that whole scene mm-hmm. is probably about as, as, uh, like violent or graphic as as it would get in probably a Disney movie for the most part. Well, even with Beauty and the Beast, with uh, Beast and Gaston, yeah, when they were fighting, you know, he get Beast gets the knife stuck in his back, like yeah, like, yeah. But to see like bl- like literally animated blood like on a whole body. Um, yeah. Haku and you know you got to see how everything plays out because it really you really begin to think like well what's going on you know what's going on in this bathhouse that I don't understand so uh, we're going to get into a little bit of no face because <laughs> uh, no face you know storyline is that she he follows Chihiro uh and um Chihiro tries to help No Face but it doesn't seem to kind of work. And later on a bunch of chaos happened. Can't reveal what how it happened. But no there's something about No Face that you feel something for him, which is very questionable. Like, what is your purpose? And then you kind of, it makes you think of what it is. And then it kind of twists it later on in the movie. So how did you feel about his emotional journey or not emotional journey, his journey in this movie? No face. Yes. Um, like with him with him i kind of i kind of have a same outlook as the uh the spirit that we talked about earlier where there's like this this uh underlining like idea of pollution and stuff Mm -hmm. and i think like for him i looked at it as a deeper meaning about you know greed and and things like that yes and and kind of like it's almost like the greed and and all the negative things that exist in in people or 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 the creatures or the the spirits or you know anything in the world like all that negativity like kind of almost like attracts him mm-hmm. and it and it makes him something that he's not in a way. You know, like it, that's a, almost, I get the feeling of like his whole, his, like he, he seems like a, a, like a good spirit in the beginning, but the, the more he's kind of exposed to negativity or, you know, all these bad things and greed and, you know, things like that, that he starts to become something that he's not. 
and and like her you know her her uh willingness or her drive to want to be something better and you know do the right thing uh like he he's attracted to her because because he wants to keep on trying you know to to get her to do something wrong but she you know she kind of refuses and and that kind of like his his like his journey turns into you know that is like kind of paying mostly attention to her mm-hmm. and, and I, then i i kind of like the part where she asks and i'm like i think it's better for you to leave yeah you know and then uh there's something that happens that ends with a, a nice chasing uh because yeah. <laughs> it's just some kids might be grossed out but i love the way that that part is animated it's just yeah. so amazing so yeah. good uh but i want to read this um author's commentary um it was a letter written by studio ghibli um and their paraphrase in hayao miyazaki um and it's a, a response to a fan mail question about the ultimate fate of Chihiro's parents. Uh, it says, Chihiro's parents turning into pigs symbolizes how some humans become greedy. At the very moment, Chihiro says there is something odd about this town. Her parents turned into pigs. There were people that turned into pigs during Japan's bubble economy consumer society of the 1980s. And these people still haven't realized they're, they become pigs. Once someone becomes a pig, they don't return to being human, but instead gradually start to have the body and soul of a pig. These people are the ones saying, we are in a recession and don't have enough to eat. This doesn't just apply to the fantasy world. Perhaps this isn't a coincidence and the food is actually an analogy for a trap to catch lost humans. Yeah. So, uh... And you kind of don't realize that when you watch it, you just think like, "Oh, these parents are just going to take some food." And and once again, one of that American versus uh Japanese kind of culture thing to separate it. Uh, later on, uh, in this in this one part of the movie, uh, kind of after No Face, there's a train that you kind of see come and go. Right by, uh, uh, right by the bathhouse, and this is going to be the last part because I don't want to. This will go into getting close to the ending and stuff. Um, but um, do you feel like that train part was kind of peaceful, kind of something that the movie needed? Break rise after all the stuff that happens. This just feels like a calm for it. Yeah, yeah, it's. Like I think it's peaceful, but at the at the same time, it's kind of like it's it's like just it's a it's a a symbol of of like almost like learning and <clears throat> she like getting her chance to kind of fight you know f- fight for you know what she you know what she finds most important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cause there's, you know, there kind of, you know, cause it ends up kind of somewhat being 
a love story in some way. You know, there's a there. You know, you've got those kinds of things, and so it's like, yeah, it's like a break before she. You know, it's a kind of a chance for her to relax before she finally, you know, starts the next part of the journey. You know, to to what she what she's trying to accomplish. Yes. So, um, what I want to play for everybody, uh, this is a historic moment about Spirits Away. And this happened at 2000, and, well, this happened in 2003. Take a listen. And now I'd like to introduce Cameron Diaz, who's going to give out the first award. You know, I was just thinking that if you took Cameron Diaz, Jennifer Lopez, and Halle Berry and put them all in one room, I forgot what I was saying. (laughs) Here is Cameron Diaz. It is my honor to present the first Oscar of the evening. Once upon a time, parents took their children to see animated features. Today's animation has reached such a level of sophistication that the children take their parents. Here are the nominees for the best animated feature film that delighted audiences both young and old. Ice Age, Chris Wedge. Lilo and Stitch, Chris Sanders. Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, Jeffrey Katzenberg. Spirited Away, Hayao Miyazaki. Treasure Planet, Ron Clemens. And the Oscar goes to, let's see. Spirited Away, Hayao Miyazaki. The Academy congratulates Hayao Miyazaki and accepts this on his behalf. Thank you so much. So what I play for you guys that uh, Spirits of the Way was the first, I believe, Japanese animated feature that won a 2003 Oscar. Well, uh, Oscar in general. Mostly when it comes to the Oscars and animated features, Disney will win or maybe DreamWorks. But this was huge for this movie to win. So, Jesse, what did you think about the award that they won? I think uh, it's awesome because... Yeah, I, I mean, you know, like for for them to win something like that is so big just because of, you know, like you said around here because we live in the US, you you've mostly got Disney. And when something like that happens, that means that you're you're almost guaranteed that you're going to get exposure to, you know, to the US because that that's the main reason why Disney kind of picked picked up all those movies is because they they believed in them so so much that they wanted you know they felt like 
we need to be able to to experience them in the U.S. And had they not done that, we probably wouldn't really know much about them. So, so for them to to win that award, you know, and and just you know, kind of almost prove that that Disney was was right and and thinking that that they need to be here. You know, and that we need to, that everyone should be watching them is is just a great thing. So, yes, um, the voice cast in here and the English voice cast is just is amazing. Devay Chase plays as Chiro, uh, Jason Marson plays as Haku, Suzanne Plichetti, uh plays Yubaba, uh, David Ogan Steers he plays as. Uh, Kamaji. Sorry about that. And then Lynn, who is, uh, we didn't even talk about Lynn, who played, was played by Susan Egg and, uh, she did the voice of him. Lynn is kind of like, uh, Hero's big sister. So, you know, she watches out. She, at first gets mad that she gets stuck with Chihiro. It's just like, why me? Uh, but ends up really caring for Chihiro later on and really treats her as a sister. You know, at first it, it was kind of annoying. She felt like she was annoyance, but then, you know, she, I think she, they really bonded together later on. And I think she ended up being happy for Chihiro. Yeah. No. Well, and it, and it kind of, and it almost felt like, like they they really didn't not like her or were not really so much annoyed with her as they kind of like were trying to to keep this this persona of their characters to everyone else and not like not let not let people know that they that they had a soft spot in their heart for her mm-hmm. almost because like you know like the one point she gets she, you know, she she gets uh, like confused because they seem so angry towards her. But then in the next scene, when they're not around anyone else and they're by themselves, all of a sudden they're being really nice to her and you know excited to work with her and all that stuff. And you know, and they, so it's kind of like there you see this like of uh, this kind of idea that they they have this this job persona this person that they are on their job mm-hmm. but then but then they they have this soft-hearted you know other part of them that's their real them that exists when they're not you know doing their job so like that kind of that that you know balance of of having a having to be a different person while they're doing their job you know, or around, around because they don't, you know, they don't trust certain people or something to show that side of them or, it's a a certain form of discrimination in a way. If you, if you look at it, because, you know, they're making fun of Lynn that she got, that she has to be around with your hero. But in reality, those other assistants don't like your hero at all. You know, they, they kind of like get away from me, you know, Something yeah. about her, like you stink and stuff like this, and it, it, it was just, it was just like Chihiro is only ten years old; she knows nothing about discrimination. Yeah, and you don't really recognize that in an animated film. Kids, kids don't know anything about discrimination if they definitely a haven't been taught about it. 
So it was kind of a eye opener for a adult like me. Like when, like when I went to go see Spirits Away, I was 22 years old because it came out in 2002. I was 22 years old watching this, but I had been watching anime movies and TV shows and I was big into buying, uh, anime and to see something like this and, you know, just like watching it like recently, it's just like, wow, they were like, they were on a discrimination level, not of just like, uh, we just don't like you we don't want to help you at all like you was at a point that you shouldn't even be here which is a little bit of what project octopath but that's a whole nother topic <laughs> with that but it was kind of weird to see that animated characters being created like that and kids are not understanding that yeah well and that's the thing i just feel like you know like with everything this this movie has got so so many deep deep meanings and and you know kind of reflects on a lot of our you know social and you know just the issues that that go on that you know like adults and that's why I kind of like what I was saying earlier where where some kids might pick up on things mm-hmm. like you know they're obviously you know, a lot of people, my, you know, minorities and all that, they, you've, you know, the people have felt discrimination and some people unfortunately have to deal with that in life and at a young age. And so to kind of reflect that kind of thing for, for kids to understand that maybe don't understand it. And, you know, there's so many deep meanings in it that it, yeah, it just makes it such a great movie that, you you know, they kind of tie everything in and kind of help, help people like look at things differently and, and understand things that maybe you're around, but you never really pay too much attention to. You know, and it's, yeah, it's, it's just such an awesome movie. <laughs> yes. So, uh, <laughs> so much going on. So I know we haven't talked about the music. Um, the soundtrack is phenomenal. I think the music in this movie fits everything that's being shown on screen. Like I, I, I didn't have no problems with any of the music everything just fit and i think definitely with that train ride it 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 just felt so definitely when they meet a certain person after the train ride i think that whole section and that music and and part of no faces part in there i i just think that is such a a resolve with this music and how it complements the scene that's going on in there. And it just feels pretty good. It, it, it does something for why grandparents have wisdom and why they sometimes want the best and why their leadership is always needed. 
You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah. when you go back and you look at all what some, what the peoples are doing with, or some of the, what the spirits are doing with your hero, you kind of understand why it's being done. And, yeah. de- and definitely with that part with no face at, uh, at the, during the train ride, you kind of understand why that music helps that resolve. Yeah. You know, yeah, so. yeah. I'm I I'm a really big fan too of the the very very opening, uh the the song that's playing in the very beginning of the movie. Yes, is is probably one of my favorite uh parts of the movie. They do a good job starting it off and and kind of you know like that that music helps kind of set the mood for the beginning of the movie. Yes. So, um, we're going to leave it there. So I, I, any final words, Jesse? Uh, yes, I do actually have yes. some final words. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So, so, um, we didn't really touch on this, but I'm, I'm sure you probably know about this, but a lot of the movies that, that they've made, um, you know, since this, I think this movie is one of the first ones that they really did that, that kind of like there, there was a, there was a mutual, uh, respect between Disney and Studio Ghibli and the, you know, vice versa. And this, this movie actually spirited away is like their, their homage to, uh, to Alice in Wonderland. I don't know mm-hmm. if you if you knew that like that there's kind of like this is kind of like their like their version almost of like a almost like an Alice in Wonderland yes. type movie. Yes. Because because it starts off kind of the same like too where you you know Alice in Wonderland she goes through the hole that takes her into this different world, you know, uh, you know she's following the rabbit or whatever. And with, with them, though, they have it where you're going through this tunnel that goes to a different world that's completely upside down and then loses their way. And, you know, and you've got the crying because she's alone. And, you know, that happens in, in Alice in Wonderland. There's a there's a lot of a lot of things throughout this movie that are that are very similar to to Alice in Wonderland. Obviously, I. Like I love Alice in Wonderland, but I definitely picked this movie over that one. But I, but I do like that that uh, that respect and that kind of that the way that they kind of take some of the stuff that we're familiar with and and kind of redo it to their you know their own way. Like you've got Ipano is their their version of uh, Little Mermaid. Yes, and then uh, the. Uh, the secret world of Arietti is their version of the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the little bits. Or something. Yeah. The little bits or something like that. Yeah. yeah. They, so there's kind of like, they, they kind of do their own spin on them. And, and I, in my opinion, end up making them a little bit better than the Disney movies. But, yeah. but it, it's, it's just kind of cool that they, that they kind of did that and like gave their own unique, uh, versions of some of the disney movies that people are familiar with yeah so i i think one of the hardest of just uh, just speaking of studio ghibli movies 
that is going to be hard to really talk about. I I don't even think fire uh um fire the fireflies. I think that's it. I they probably said it wrong. I don't think that one is going to be too hard to talk about. That one probably might be hard to deal with to show kids. But I think Pom Poco it will be a hard one to talk to your kids about. Yeah, and, and I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, no, I, I've I've seen parts of it. I haven't. I've there's still a bunch of them that I want to get, and that's okay. that's one of them that I need to get yet. Yeah, because because I've just you know like I had bought a, a bunch of them. And, you know, now with kids and them getting a little bit older, I, I've kind of wanted to try to, you know, complete the collection and get get a majority of those older ones mm. that that I haven't gotten to see yet because they've been releasing a lot of them, uh, re-releasing them on Blu-ray and stuff lately. So, yeah, Perco Rocco, you, you, I, you probably seen, uh, you, you'll probably be able to handle that, but I want to, I want you to come back and I want you to tell me, or we'll talk, probably talk to about one day. I really want to know what you think of Palm Poco. Um, okay. and definitely one part at its ending. And I, I'm going to probably ask you, well, I, we'll talk about it because I want to know what you think about this ending and some other things. Uh, but continue, go ahead, more, spirited away. Um, that, that's basically, that was basically it is just, I uh, just kind of wanted to touch on like the, the, uh, like kind of that, that realized, uh, bit that they that they kind of uh, like took some of some of these uh, stories that we're used to and and kind of did their own unique uh you know twist on it yeah and and I, I always thought that was cool it is very weird because i didn't even think of when i first seen it i never thought of uh alice in wonderland it, it just yeah. it never occurred to me because like I always thought Studio Ghibli films just felt original and just literally yeah. felt different. And yeah. then when I like even when you talk about it, when people mention it, I'm like, oh my goodness, there are similarities. This is their yeah. their their spin on it. And still, yeah, yeah, but it, and obviously they do such a good job of of making it like so completely different of a story you know like i mean there's they've they've taken like you know minor pieces of them just to kind of hint at it you know a little bit but without completely you know taking a story and just making their own you know like just completely copying something they don't it's not really copying it's just like i said it's like a it's like a um, you know, doing doing a little a little hint to you know, like out of respect for the for the story and stuff. So yes, so everybody, that is uh, our mini discussion on spirits away. Um, I I do want to do a uh, part two to this where we kind of break everything down, but I I didn't want to ruin this movie because of the studio. Ghibli Fest. I kind of want people to go and watch it. So, of course, we're going to do a part two. And Jesse, I hope to have you back on because, uh, 
I kind of want to go through the movie, like do an actual breakdown and this, that, yeah. this time we'll actually spoil the movie. About yeah, I, <laughs> I had to fight, I had to fight back wanting to like break down into, mo- you know, more stuff and like really dig deep into it. But yeah, cause it's definitely a movie that's good for digging into. Can I say one of, one of my favorite scenes that I do still love to this day? Is when Chihiro is taking the questionable steps and then one breaks and then the animation of her running fast. (laughs) That was so good. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And then she smacks into the wall at the end. Yeah. Like, "Eh." Uh, they do that (laughs) so good. You guys have to see that part in motion. It's so good. But it, I think this movie is really good to watch with kids and to really kind of see what they think about it. Cause you know, they won't get the things that you talked about, uh, Jesse, like we, like we got it, you know, yeah. it, it, there's so much, uh, just, I love this movie. So, um, just the, like I said, everybody, October 29th, which is today with this episode and November 1st is the dub version. Find in your area if you can make it there. Um, I think they're doing a seven o'clock showing just everywhere. If not, do find the times and listings of that theater when they can show it. You can buy your tickets also online. Um, I'm probably going to go to my theater and see if I can buy tickets way in advance for the show. Um, I am going to be seeing this in the subtitle version, like I said, because I've seen it in dub. I've seen it definitely so many times on Blu-ray and on DVD uh, that I just can't help it. Like, I know. But every time I watch it, I don't watch it in subtitles. I watch it in... uh, I I watch it just dub. So I kind of want to get that Japanese feel for it. Um, yeah, but, uh, Jesse, go ahead and plug, where can we find you? Where can we hear you? You know, let us know. Well, you can, if you, uh, if you enjoy listening to, to people talk about video games and stuff or, or are a fan of Xbox, uh, you can listen to us on Arsenal X yes. podcast <laughs> where we throw out that X <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you can also find me on Twitter at uh, sub underscore humanist, and uh, I am on on Facebook um, in the NGR radio community. Uh, you could uh, talk with me there. There's plenty of places to go to talk about different things and and learn about different things there as well. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Yes, and you guys can find me on Twitter at that retro code. You can hear optional opinion on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast apps. You can also email the show at myop2comment at yahoo.com. I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on what you think about uh, Spirit of the Way. If you went to go see it or if you've seen it before, um, I want to know what you guys think. Um, I just think this movie deserves its Oscar. It's a fantastic movie. Definitely see it with your kids. Um, you know, kind of make an event out of it. And if you don't see it with your kids, um, probably some teens or something or with a group, but do go check this movie out and just see 
uh what it has to offer whether you like it or not it it is it, it's, it's a great movie to just watch and have fun with but also make you think and just make you feel something inside <laughs> it, it has yeah. some emotional beats to it and stuff so with that yeah. everybody uh thank you for checking out optional opinion have a great week have a great weekend there will be another episode coming out so um be just ready for that for that topic and with that everybody we will talk to you later bye bye